This morning's reading is taken from both Matthew and Luke's Gospel. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was engaged to marry Joseph, but before they married, she learned that she was pregnant by the power of the Holy Spirit. So if we've got any Marys. (laughs) Because Mary's husband Joseph was a good man, he did not want to disgrace her in public, so he planned to divorce her secretly. While Joseph thought about all these things, an angel of the Lord came to him in a dream. The angel said, Joseph, descendant of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because the baby in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this happened to bring about what the Lord has said through the prophet. The virgin will be pregnant, she will have a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. At that time, Augustus Caesar sent an order that all people in the countries under Roman rule must list their names in a register. So Joseph left Nazareth, a town in Galilee, and went to the town of Bethlehem in Judea, known as the town of David. Joseph went there because he was from the family of David. While they were in Bethlehem, the time came for Mary to have the baby, and she gave birth to her first son. Because there was no guest room available for them, she wrapped the baby with pieces of cloth and laid him in a feeding trough. That night, some shepherds were in the fields nearby watching their sheep. (laughs) (laughs) Then an angel of the Lord stood before the shepherds. The glory of the Lord was shining around them, and they became very frightened. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I am bringing you good news that will be a great joy to all the people. Today, your Saviour was born in the town of David. He is Christ the Lord. This is how you will know him. You will find a baby wrapped in pieces of cloth and lying in a feeding box. Then a very large group of angels from heaven joined the first angel. The angels praised God and said, Give glory to God in heaven and on earth. Let there be peace among the people who please God. When the angels left them and went back to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So the shepherds went quickly and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in a feeding trough. When they had seen him, they told what the angels had said about this child. Everyone was amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured these things and continued to talk to them. Then the shepherds went back to their sheep, praising God and thanking him for everything they had seen and heard. It had been just as the angels had told them. Jesus was born in the town of Bethlehem in Judea during the time when Herod was king. When Jesus was born, some wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. The wise men asked, Where is the baby who was born to to be the king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When 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 King Herod heard this, he was troubled, as were all the people in Jerusalem. Herod called a meeting of all the leading priests and teachers of the law and asked them where the Christ would be born. They answered, in the town of Bethlehem in Judea. The prophet wrote about this in the scriptures. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not just an insignificant village in Judah. 
a ruler will come from you who will be like a shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod had a secret meeting with the wise men and learned from them the exact time they first saw the star. He sent the wise men to Bethlehem saying, look carefully for the child. When you find him, come tell me so I can worship him too. After the wise men heard the king, they left. The star that they had seen in the east went before them until it stopped above the place where the child was born. When the wise men saw the star, they were filled with joy. They came to the house where the child was and saw him with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their gifts and gave him treasures of gold, frankincense and myrrh. But God warned the wise men in a dream not to go back to Herod, so they returned to their own country by a different way. That's it. Well done, Wonderful stuff. Uh, well, it's great to have some real-life shepherds here this morning. Uh, we're going to be thinking a little bit about shepherds, um, but before we do that, if we can get the pictures up on the screen, I wonder, Christmas, how does it make you feel? How does it make you feel? Now, we're going to look at some people on the screen, and I'm wondering if you can guess how Christmas makes these people feel, and I'm going to come around with a mic and see if you, you can tell me. So, first, who is this person? If you think you know, put your hand up. It's a famous Christmas Tale character. Now, who are we going to pick on today? Oh, there we go. Freddie, who's that? Uh, I can't remember. You can't remember. (laughs) It's all right, don't worry about it. Anyone else you think they might be a bit, might know? Yeah, here we go. Oh, who's that? Um, Scrooge. It's Scrooge. And, and, and how does Scrooge feel about Christmas? Miserable. Miserable. Does he have any kind of catchphrase to summarise his feeling of Christmas? Uh, humbug. Bar humbug, absolutely. Do you know, some people, when they think about Christmas, they feel, maybe they feel a bit like Scrooge, they're a bit bar humbug. And, well, maybe that's not entirely their fault. Maybe something has happened to them, maybe even at Christmas time, maybe... They feel lonely on Christmas Day. Maybe they find Christmas quite hard. Maybe they find it stressful and it brings quite a lot of anxiety. It's not necessary that we're all bar humbug about it, but sometimes Christmas might be hard for us. Okay, well, let's think about the next person and how this person feels about Christmas. Who, now, who is this? Is that Avi? Elf. Elf. Do you know what his actual name is? I forgot. I had to find out yesterday. Bah. Buddy, and you can probably guess from the picture, how does Buddy feel about Christmas? Excited. Excited, he absolutely loves it. Look how excited his face is. He absolutely loves Christmas. And, and some of us, well, we may be more like Buddy than we are like Scrooge. We just can't wait for Christmas and all the lights go up and the decorations and the Christmas tree. And we can't wait to get all those presents. We love even just the smell of Christmas. And we love it. I don't know whether you're more of a Scrooge or maybe you're more of a buddy here this morning, but each of us has a different reaction to Christmas, I'm sure, and I wonder which one you are more like. 
Well, we're going to think this morning, just for a little bit, thank you so much to those people who helped us act out that Christmas story, we're going to think a little bit about one part of the Christmas story, and actually why we celebrate Christmas at all, why we decorate churches and our homes to celebrate Christmas. You see, at the very centre of Christmas is this, that God sent his son into the world. I wonder, how does that make you feel? How do you respond to that? How does it make you feel that God sent his son into the world? And we'll be looking at one part of what the Bible tells us about the Christmas story, not just so we understand what happens, but to actually think about how it makes us feel, how we might respond. And I want us to think about one of the group of people up here I want us to think about the shepherds. Now it says that that night there were some shepherds in the field nearby watching their sheep. Then an angel of the Lord stood before the shepherds. The glory of the Lord was shining around them and they became very frightened. Well, what is Christmas all about? Why do we celebrate it? Well, the angel tells us and the angel tells those shepherds all those years ago. The angel said, do not be afraid, I am bringing you good news that will be a great joy to all people. Today your saviour was born in the town of David. He is Christ the Lord. And in that one verse alone is Christmas. That tells us actually everything we need to know about why we celebrate Christmas and how that might make us feel. So what is it the angel was saying? Well, firstly, it's good news. Can everyone do thumbs up? It's good news. Well, it's good news because actually there's a bit of bad news in the world before the angel tells us this. And the bad news is actually, well, there's something in us that isn't as it's meant to be. There's something in us that's a bit broken. It's something in us that causes us to do bad things. And the Bible calls this sin. It says that, The problem isn't on the outside of us, but it's on the inside. There's something that needs to be fixed. You see, when we do bad things, it doesn't necessarily just upset those around us, our brothers or sisters or or parents or family or friends, but actually upsets God because it's not the way that we should be. We We don't love God like we should. We don't love others as we should. There's something broken with us. But the angel is saying that this is good news. And it's good news because God has sent this angel to tell us that even though there's something broken in all of us, God wants to fix it. This is why this is good news. It's because God has sent a saviour. So there's good news and there's a saviour. Can we try that? Good news, there's a saviour. Now, there's a saviour for us, whether we're more like a Scrooge and whether we find Christmas hard and actually we'd rather just hide away from it all, or whether we're like a buddy and we love it, and maybe we love it for all the wrong reasons, really, because we're getting presents and we're getting lots of food and, and there's just so much to celebrate. Whether we're a Scrooge or whether we're a buddy, there's good news because God has sent us a saviour. He sent us a saviour to rescue us from what? Well, to rescue us from ourselves but also to rescue us from God's anger at all the bad things that we've done and how we've, we've failed to live for him and how we've ignored God. So who is this saviour that God has sent? This good news that God has sent a saviour? Well, this person 
is born in the town of David. He is Christ the Lord. You see, this person is born in the town of David. And if you've read your Old Testament, you know that David, who was he? David was the king. David was the king. And just like David comes an even greater king, Christ the King. Not only to rescue us, but now to lead us in the way we should go. It's just like those shepherds that the angel was telling this to were looking after their sheep. Actually, we're all a bit like those sheep. We all kind of like to to wander off our own way and we need a shepherd to bring us back. And that's what the angel was telling those shepherds there, that God has sent this good news. He sent a saviour to be our king to lead us. But there's also something funny about where this king, this saviour will be found. The angel says you will find a baby wrapped in pieces of cloth and lying in a feeding box. So this good news of a saviour and a king is going to be found where? Lying in a manger. Lying wrapped up in pieces of cloth in a feeding box. You see, this tells us something about what this king is like. You see, this king has come to do the unimaginable. He's come to come down right to our level. The king of the universe, Jesus who made everything, has come to be born and laid in a manger. This shows us how far God is willing to go to save us. He will come down to our level. He will go to any length to rescue us, to win us back, even as far as the cross. So before we think about how the shepherds respond, let's think about what the angel said. The angel said there was good news, oh, good news, that he sent a saviour who is Christ the King who will be born in a manger. Well, how do the shepherds respond to this news of the first Christmas? That's what we're thinking about this morning. How do we respond to Christmas? How does Christmas make us feel? Well, two things. Firstly, they came and they saw, and secondly, they went and they told. They came and they saw, Secondly, they went and they told. So it says, the shepherds, after they heard the angel, what did they do? They'd heard this message about the first Christmas. They said, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. You see, they heard this good news that Jesus had come into the world. But they didn't just carry on with their jobs. They thought, oh, that's a nice message. Oh, well, I'll get back to looking after my sheep now. It doesn't really affect me. It's a nice story, but it doesn't go any further. No, once they heard it, they didn't just carry on. They said, we need to find out more. We need to find out if this thing that has been told to us is actually true. Whether this has actually happened. So what did they do? They went and they saw. After these shepherds heard They went and they saw. You see, we've all heard about Christmas. Maybe today is the the first time we've heard about Christmas, that God sent his son into the world to rescue us. We've heard that now. But are we going to go and see? Are we going to see for ourselves in the Bible what it says about Jesus and what he came to do? We don't just hear about it and forget it. That's, That's a crazy thing to do. Now we hear about it and we go and we see. So look at what the shepherds did. So the shepherds went quickly and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a feeding trough. 
When they had seen him, they told what the angels had said about this child. Everyone was amazed at what the angels had said to them. You see, after the shepherds had heard, they went and they saw. What did they do? Well, they told everyone about what had happened. They couldn't keep it to themselves. They saw, yes, this is true. I need to go and tell people about this. So after they had seen for themselves that this message was true, this is what happens. The shepherds went back, praising God and thanking him for everything they had seen and heard. After they had seen and heard, they went to go and tell. You see, when when we hear the good news that Jesus came into the world to rescue us, to be our saviour, to be our king, God doesn't want to just to get on with life as if nothing has happened. But actually, once we, we see that and we understand it for ourselves and we believe in it, we can't help but tell everyone about it. Whether that's at school, whether that's our friends and family, whether that's at work, we, we have to tell this truth. It's too wonderful to keep to ourselves. It's like a present that we don't want to give to anyone. But that's not the right thing to do. We need to share it, just like the shepherds did. They didn't have any training. They didn't have any special skills. They just told what they knew was true, so we can do the same too. He said they were praising God and thanking him, because they realised what a wonderful thing this was. Now, I don't know this morning how all this makes you feel, whether this excites you, whether this maybe confuses you, or maybe you just think it's completely irrelevant. But the very least you can do is that if you have heard this, which you have, if you have heard this, you can at least find out a little bit more. You can at least find out a little bit more. Maybe if you're, if you're a child or a young person, well, why don't you ask a grown-up that you came with or maybe ask uh, your Sunday school teacher or someone else come and speak to me or one of the other leaders here at church. Or maybe if you're, you are one of those grown-ups and you're not quite sure how to answer those questions or maybe this sounds all new, well, we've got Alpha courses starting after Christmas. Uh, I didn't bring a flyer. There's some flyers at the back. Come and maybe join one of those. Four, four evenings over a month and you get fed as well and you find out a little bit more about what you've heard. You can see for it yourself to see if it's true and then maybe afterwards you want to go and tell others. But I'll leave that up to you. Because however you respond to it, Christmas is good news. Because, well, why? Christmas is good news because God sent a saviour who is Christ the King who we see in a manger, just how far he was willing to go. So how does Christmas make you feel this year? How are you going to respond?